big game on Sunday, mate. It is. We're looking forward to it, mate. Yes. And I've got Derek Hall, the HBL coach, on the line. G'day, Derek. G'day, boys. How are you going? Very well. You've had a week off. Is that going to make much difference? Well, we hope not. We um, we had a solid training session uh, over the course of the weekend, and um, and it was hard enough for the boys to say that they uh, they felt like they'd played a game, but without the bumps and bruises. So we think we've prepared really well, and uh, yeah, obviously looking forward to, to Sunday. I bet you are. I'm going to be chatting with Jamie Nani from the Bunbury Football Club uh, a little later this morning, and uh, they didn't have a week off, so they could be just a little bit sore. You'd you'd hope. Well, yeah, maybe I suppose, but um, uh, I suppose. They had the benefit of the week off leading into the second semi. So um, both teams have had one week off during the course of the finals to allow blokes to freshen up. But um, I'm sure Jamie would say the same, that there'll be, there'll be no excuses on Sunday. Derek, if we have a look at the lineups that uh, both teams are going to put out on the weekend, there's some quality players across all lines on both teams. But, mate, the one guy I wanted to make mention of for HBL, uh, Ryan McKinley, you must be real happy with his form throughout the finals. Seemed to get a lot of drive off half back from him. Yeah, no, Ryan's um, been a great pickup for us this year. He's he's a flying fly at worker, so basically throughout the year he's only available every second week, but um, we've he's managed to play every game for sort of the last four weeks. So he plays off half back. He he's a great intercept marker in the in the Jeremy McGovern mould, I suppose, uh, for the West Coast Eagles. But he just reads the play really well, plays on his opponent, but then reads the play well and uh, has got a great set of hands. So. That's... He's um, had a terrific year for us, and obviously Bumble would be hoping steps up on the weekend. What's he like in the wet, mate? I think he's pretty good, actually, yeah. So uh, we, we we had a lot of night games uh, earlier on in the year, and if it wasn't raining, which it wasn't a lot of them, uh, it was very dewy and and um, pretty average conditions. So we had a little bit of um, exp- exposure to these sort of conditions we might get on Sunday throughout the year and acquitted ourselves quite well. Yeah, no, his uh, aerial strength has really been notable. You mentioned the McGovern comparison there. So he's just got vice-like, uh, vice-like hands. It's uh, it's going to give you a lot of drive off half back. And Zach Piper as well, another one who's uh, had a pretty good couple of finals. Yeah, he's had a really good year. Zach probably the latter half of his year has been really good. He um, he's got a lot of um, he's been very consistent, um, giving us a lot of drive off his wing, but defends very hard as well. So we've been really happy with his form especially over the last few weeks, and uh, his form throughout the finals has been uh, has been excellent. All right, Derek, all the best on Sunday at 2.30, hands oval, and you can hear it right here on Triple M. All the best, mate. Thanks for the chat. Good on you guys. Thank you very much. Aaron, you've been uh, calling the Swaffle you know, finals with uh, Dan Leach for Triple M. Hey, it's been great. Standard of footy, fantastic. It was, and it was a very, very close game last weekend, yeah. wasn't it? Eh? I've got uh, Jamie Nunney on the phone from the Bunbury Football Club, who's the coach. G'day, mate. How are you? Morning, guys. How are you going? I'm well, thanks. Very well. Well, you beat Harvey Balls to get yourself into the grand final, and it was a very, very close game. 8 9 57 to 7 10 52. Now, you're playing Harvey Brunswick Leshenault. Now, they've had the week off. Because you've had a close game and a hard game last week, how do you think it's going to affect you into the grand final without having a week off? Um, well, I'm just hoping that we're, uh, we're match hardened. Um, okay. Yeah, they're going to be fresh, obviously, having a week off. Uh, I just think, you know, Early in the year when we just played back to back, we played we played good footy. So hopefully uh, that is what happens again on Sunday. Jamie, obviously a uh, close, hard, tough contest last weekend. Uh, they ended up winning by five points, mate. But what happened in that second quarter? It was a bit of an anomaly. Quarters one, three, and four were really super tight. But if uh, my count was correct, nine goals kicked between both teams in that second quarter. Things opened up. Yeah, it's opened up a bit, and I thought from there it was just going to be. Uh, 
a bit like that for the rest of the game. But then it just turned back the other way and it was just a, a tight tussle. And I mean, that's what prelim finals are all about. You're, you're fighting for that spot in the grand final. So uh, no side gave an inch. It was just a, a good, hard game of footy. Mate, how did the boys uh, end up after that game? Have they got any injuries? Anybody a bit sore? Anybody got a question mark over them? Oh, I think I think just general sore from um, the fact of a you know hard tough game. So you know we've uh, we've hit the ice bath a few times early in the week and just a nice light week on the track. So yeah, we're looking to have a uh, a full uh, team to choose from. Mate, there's no doubt that uh, Brett Peak is a gun X Factor player for you guys. He's had a ripper year, but he comes up against uh, Tom Quaife more most likely as his opponent on the weekend. He's done a pretty good job uh, on him a couple of times throughout the year. What are you going to do to sort of uh, help him get off the chain? Yeah, well, um, Quaife is Quaife is a big uh, big unit, but he's uh, he's quick as well. So, mm. I mean, last time against Harvey Brunswick, we didn't kick the ball well to. To Brett, you know, we kicked in the air to give Quaife an advantage. Um, I think, you know, if we're going to look after Topeki up forward, we need to kick the ball better to him and more probably, obviously, lower than higher. What about uh, what about Christian Thornton? He looms large on the opposition's forward line as well. How are you going to shut him down? Yeah, well, obviously another quality footballer as well. So, you know, him and well, Cody Hayes had, had some good games on him the you know, last couple of times we've played. He's, I think he's going to kick goals regularly, just as long as we can push into positions where it makes it harder for him to kick goals. Um, yeah, and just some midfield pressure to uh, eliminate the easy ball into Christian too. Sunday, 2.30, hands over the Swaffle Grand Final. Um, would you like to uh, suggest what the uh, final score is going to be, mate? Well, the weather's not looking pretty, so it might be another, uh, another low-scoring game. But uh, I would, uh, I'd like to be a bit of a spectacle for the crowd and, you know, both sides, both sides kick over 10 goals and Bunbury come out on top. By one or two points. <laughs> At least. <laughs> Joby Nardi from the Bunbury Football Club, mate. All the best on Sunday. Thank you very much. Yes, he's back in the studio for a bit of a whinge. Oh, Cliff. <laughs> hey, listen, yesterday... Threats cause evacuation at AFL headquarters at Docklands in Melbourne because they put up the yes sign. Yeah. Now, honestly, these no people, mm-hmm. they're rather militant, aren't they? In no, Melbourne? very militant. <laughs> very. You don't see any yes people going out there raiding letterboxes and throwing, you know, survey forms in the gutter yeah. and ringing in through bomb threats and whatever. You don't see anybody doing that. You don't see anybody rolling up to Tony Abbott's place. We knew it was going to happen. <laughs> Everybody told them that it was going to happen, that there yep. would be such vitriol. And I, I uh, wrote a thing about it this week. Mate, we've got a long way to go. I know we have. I think, I think we've got to have them done by the 7th. Uh, it all closes off by the 15th of October. And then I think it's the 15th of November that we find yeah. out about it. So, and, and also, I don't believe that any of these campaigns are going to change anybody's mind. It's not like any other campaign for an election where it's like, oh, well, there's a policy on such and such now. Well, that's interesting. Can I just say this? Equal marriage rights. The countries that have got, yes, England, Ireland, Canada, America, New Zealand, Norway, Sweden, France, Netherlands, Denmark, mm. Finland, Greenland, Spain, Brazil, Argentina. No. That's what killed no. the that's But that's what killed the dinosaurs. No. If they have, if they have same-sex marriage, that's what killed them. Can I just finish? Go on. I, I'm not finished yet, Cliff. Oh. Right. The no thinking. countries. Australia. Yeah. Iran, Iraq, Pakistan, India, <laughs> Thailand, Ethiopia, Egypt, Nigeria, Kenya, Saudi Arabia, Turkey, Ukraine, Romania and Russia. Well, you've got to remember that Saudi We're Arabia... We're in such a great open-minded group of countries. <laughs> Saudi Arabia is the head of the Human Rights Commission. Oh, you don't have a head over there. You muck up over there, they take your head exactly. over there. Exactly. Look, 
it is okay to say no. That's all right. Yeah. Anybody who wants to say no, uh, if they are being pilloried, as much as I think she's that far from the Antichrist herself, I think what's happened with Margaret Court is awful because she's got an opinion and she's being pilloried for that. Oh, I totally agree. Everybody's allowed I, I to have just, an opinion. But, but we you know. knew this was going to happen. We knew that there would be such vitriol and hatred and it's got a long way to go. I know. But yeah. all these idiots are running around thinking that if, if everybody votes yes and whatever, then yeah. uh, being gay is going to be mandatory. They're going to make it look... Law. I yeah. mean, God Almighty, get some common sense. Wake up yourself. It's anyway, a, it's a, moving it's on. Awful. Trump at the UN. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> talk about doom, gloom, what an idiot. I watched Rex Tillerson That's yesterday. That's bullying. That is just total and utterly bullying. Pretty I'm going to wipe out a country. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to well, wipe out a country. yeah, but see, Nikki Haley, the ambassador, also kind of said the same thing. Yeah. Uh, and she got a pass because she's not a buffhead. That's but <laughs> I watched Rex Tillerson yesterday, the Secretary of State, yeah. and it almost seemed like he's going... Oh, listen, um, we're not that bad. <laughs> we don't like the idea of a nuclear North Korea. But, you know, pressing the button is not imminent. Oh, uh, he's just hopeless, isn't he? Absolutely. Shock him. Bad and uh, let's, let's wrap it up with a very, very important uh, subject. Mm. The feral goldfish <laughs> around Vass. <laughs> I want to know, number one... <laughs> They're actually saying, we're at university and saying, stop flushing your goldfish down yeah. the toilet. And yeah. as I said, well, you know, if you don't want to do that, feed them to the cat or something. <laughs> but honestly, how can they survive if you flush them down the toilet anyway? How do they survive After to get through diet, all of that? I wonder. I mean, I... come on. <laughs> you know people are eating, don't you? <laughs> but really, I mean, you can imagine going down to the vast, you throw your little hook in there, yeah. and the fish comes up and goes, you call that a worm? That's, <laughs> That's not bait. <laughs> Bring something back here that I want. Well, I said yesterday the best way to get them all together to kill them is, you know, seeing the goldfish. Mm. I mean, just dropping a, drop a castle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, see you later. Thanks for dropping in. Scotty Cummings, very good morning. Morning, Blankers. How are you, pal? Yeah, not bad, mate. I think the weather over here is pretty well the same as it is over there. Just dodgy. Is it going to be... Right. Uh, what's it going to be mate, like there for tonight? Um, mate, I'm telling you, 25 degrees here today. There's Victorians just... Uh, they will be... Keeling over in the streets, mate. <laughs> I was I was sitting in a restaurant on Wednesday down at uh, down at Crown, watching people walk past South Bank, and there were blokes. It was twenty degrees that day. The blokes walking around with their shirts off. I couldn't believe it, but uh, they get a little excited <laughs> over here when it hits the twenties. I know. Yes, yeah, I it's know. Supposed to be a, uh, it's supposed to be uh, decent tomorrow. They're expecting a bit of wind, but uh, uh, decent conditions. There'll be ninety eight thousand at the MCG tomorrow. But of course, we kick off tonight, mate, at the Adelaide Oval with um, Adelaide taking on Geelong, fifty five thousand and uh, not a seat left in the house there, as you'd expect. And um, not a lot happens in Adelaide, so you get 55,000 people in one spot. It's <laughs> quite a party. Right. It's quite a party, but there's busloads of Geelong supporters heading over. They've all left the school stadium this morning. And there's this for dedication, mate. They're on the bus this morning, going over for the game, and as soon as the game's finished, they're on the bus back again. Oh, um, obviously, haven't heard of the Barossa Valley, these people. Obviously, anyway. obviously, obviously haven't heard of a share either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're from Geelong. Do you know what I mean? That's right. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, I, I think I think uh, I think they might win tonight, mate. But uh, Geelong are not without a chance. They match up pretty well against them. They've got some good personnel that take on you know Adelaide's forward line, which is their weapon. You know, so yeah. so Lon- Lonigan's back after after his dodgy sausage roll, and uh, we all, we've all had a couple of those, haven't we, mate? Uh, some yeah, of us more than others, eh? Yeah. eh? <laughs> <laughs> Jenkins, so they've got some blokes who can nullify 
Adelaide's forward line. But in Mate, what that, sort of reception is Dangerfield going to get there, you reckon? Well, it won't be a pleasant one. <laughs> uh, it won't be pleasant, but, but he, he knows that too. And I yeah. think people are, people will do it, not just because, you know, there's a player who left them and then they haven't forgotten what he did for the club. You know, he gave his all for that footy club. But he mm. did leave on his own accord, and the thing that I'm not really au okay with, <laughs> I've never got to leave on my own accord. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, no, it'll be, it'll be hostile for him. Right to about it. And every time he stuffs up, he's, they'll know about it. But, yeah, uh, that's right. Uh, okay, yeah, now big, listen. The big one Saturday, mm. mate. Yes, it is. How do you reckon night. the GWS Giants are going to go against Richmond? Richmond, are, you know, I reckon... After what's gone on the last couple of weeks, really, it's it's hard to pick. You just never know what's going to happen, do you? Really? Yeah, it's it's tough just with the you know the, the lack of footy, but I don't think that'll matter too much to the Tigers. So, GWS had it all their own way last week against West Coast. There was no pressure put to them whatsoever, which allows them to use that elite running game that they have, and they look they look like rock stars. Yeah. But Richmond Richmond won't allow that. Richmond's pressure has been amazing, and that's what's got them into a prelim. And so that first ten minutes is is when you'll know if Richmond are going to be able to. Um, handle the expectation, handle the hype, and it's been huge, let me tell you, and handle the, you know, there'll be 98,096 and a half will be Richmond supporters. So uh, <laughs> if they can come out composed and put the pressure on that they have. Because the Richmond supporters certainly won't be composed. Well, they won't be composed. Uh, if, they, if, they, you know, if they win, they'll be going berserk. If they lose, they'll burn the MCG to the ground. <laughs> if yes. they're not in the grand final, no that's, one will be. That's right. <laughs> but, uh, uh, I, I think the Tigers can do it, mate. I think they can really right, unsettle mate. GWS. So Adelaide, Richmond, Grand Final for mine. Rightio, mate. Thank you very much. Have a great All weekend. Talk to you All later, Osai.